What's up, everyone? What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Boy Please Whatever Podcast, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a good day so far. Hey, people. I love it when I get on here and I see y'all already waiting and shit. It makes me feel so special. Shout out to the Open Relationship Podcast. I literally just got done watching that episode. Um, hey, Robin. Hey, Angelou. What's up, brother? So, uh, anyway, yeah. Go through the preliminaries really quick. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. If you are not subscribed to the Boy Please Whatever podcast, please do so immediately. And also make sure you turn the notification bell on. It will just automatically default to something else, but I need you to turn the notification bells on. Also, I just reached. Uh, As of this morning, I have just now reached a thousand followers on youtube a thousand subscribers sorry on youtube so i'm really 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 excited about that um the other morning i had a thousand subscribers i woke up in the middle of the night and checked it it said a thousand so i screenshot it i woke back up it went down to 995 so i don't know if people had unsubscribed or what the fuck that was about but i got the proof because i was like bitch were you drunk and screenshot it or thought you screenshot it but i actually did but yeah, I have a thousand subscribers now. I'm able to be monetized once I get my watch hours up. But what I think I've been fucking up is deleting the live shows. So I delete the live show after the show, and then I go and make edits if necessary, and then I repost it and do like a premiere episode. So if people aren't here at seven, they will miss the live show. But I think that's fucking me up with my um. I think that's fucking me up with like my watch hours. Please have me. I love y'all. I just want to sit on the table and act a fool with you. I really do. You're really, I know this. Is this Rodney? But I love all of y'all, though. But yeah, Rodney Clowns. I think Rodney Clowns like I clown. But uh, yeah, please invite me. I love that. I love that. And also make sure if you uh, have not followed me or subscribed to me on the streaming apps, please do so as well. That includes Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do any more. I don't know why the fuck I do that, but I'm definitely not going to do it anymore. Also, I wrote down, I want to shout out one of my faithful listeners. I have a lot of them, but one particular person, I was talking to my dude, and I was like, you know what? He, I don't think he even knew this, but it really means a lot. Um, shout out to Terrence Wilkins. Uh, Terrence, uh, someone I've met, I met him a long, long time ago. Terrence listens. I don't know if he watches the shows, but he definitely listens. Terrence has been message with texting me every Tuesday, if not Tuesday, some mostly every Tuesday morning, but sometimes, you know, you got things to do with anyway, Terrence messages me all the time and lets me know how he, how he enjoyed the show or what he thought about the show. And he has been doing this since season one, episode one, I think this is episode 24 for me. So that really means a lot. And I was like, you know what I've been meaning to, reach out to Ter- well, shout Terrence out because it really means a lot. People don't have to be nice to you at all. And that really, really means a lot to me that he takes the time out and be like, and you can tell when someone's really had, like somebody has really listened, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, shout out to you, Terrence. Of course, I always start out talking about my weekend. Uh, hey, Tammy. Hey, Reggie. Um, talking about my weekend, my weekend, uh, I did some work with my brother with his catering company. Um, I hung out with some friends Friday night, we drank. So I called Mario. I said, hey, what are we drinking? He was like, tequila. And I love tequila. So I was like, I got some tequila in my hand right now. The bitch was like, okay, grab some Taylor Port and some Hennessy and some lemonade. 
And we mixed all that together, made a great, great punch. We had a ball, bitch. We did karaoke. We was drunk as fuck. We had a really, really good time. So, anyway, outside of that, um, my brother Reggie had his fashion show, his 10-year anniversary for the Memphis Fashion Nation revival. And uh, I hosted it. Uh, me and my brother Jamar Horton, who Jamar hosts jamborees, major jamborees all over the country. So, he was, like, really, really comfortable. He really made me comfortable. I had a fucking blast hosting that fashion show last night. It just gave me, like, room to act a fucking fool. And people always was like, uh, <laughs> people's always like, you know, um, you're natural. You, It's the same thing as doing your podcast. And it is in a way. It is in a way. But uh, it, just, it was cool to be able to vibe with people. And you can tell they were really coming to have a really, really fucking good time. So uh, shout out to Reggie for... Um, Put me on, man, and let me go ahead and host for you. So I had a really good time. Anywho, um, the people are ready to get to the topic. We're going to get there, damn. Get there. Um, we can start. We can start with the topic. I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to my boy Rodney. Um, so if you're not from Memphis, I know you. I know you probably don't know, but there's a video floating around the city of a barber. I'm not going to say his name, but there is a... a a video floating around the city of a particular barber in Memphis who um, is going through a divorce with his wife. Obviously, it has gotten very, 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 very ugly. From what I was told, um, they're going through a divorce, like I said, and she posted that her husband was filing for divorce because he's on the DL. I was also told that he allegedly, let me put that up too, that he allegedly post made a fake page and posted videos and photos of her naked and drunk. I guess she was throwing up or something. So that's why you got to be careful of how you do people. I don't know how the fuck mama got a hold to his password of his email or his Google account, but she posted a video of her husband fucking. <laughs> she posted a video of her husband fucking this man and when I say fucking this man and so initially I was like you know somebody exposed him right which brought my topic but I found out that the wife posted the video and uh yeah so he's fucking a man and uh yeah it's out it's everywhere and they have like they have children in every motherfucking thing so um that brought me to my topic of like exposing DL. And if y'all need the video, I do have it. <laughs> I do have the video. <laughs> but uh I didn't want to more so I didn't want to talk about the actual video. I wanted to talk about like the nature of exposing DL, like the pros and cons, because I do feel indifferent about it depending on the situation. He was the top. So he was the top. They probably would have crushed a hundred for husband to take a dick. Oh, they probably would have killed her. But uh, he was the top. And this video, I think the video I heard allegedly was four years old. So why he still had this old ass video on his phone is beyond me. If y'all if y'all have seen the video, have y'all seen the little, the uh, flip flops the bitch the bottom hat on? It was like it it. <laughs> Imagine like some leather barbecue sandals. Now we joke about the uncle barbecue sandals. This bitch had on some white socks and the barbecue sandals. And the dude with the the top with the barber, he still had his pants on. I don't know if they was rushing. Like, well, they had a cookout and decided to start fucking. But it was crazy. But I'm definitely going to send the video. If uh, I got both of them, Derek. 
<laughs> so hit me up on uh, Facebook. Add me on D at D Smith D E E S M I T H the second two uh, eyes. So uh, I definitely post a video. But anywho, so uh, she posted a video online and it has gone viral. And this motherfucker, like I've been out on his Facebook page, going through the pictures, being nosy. I went through the wife. I found the wife page and everything, bitch. I'm just out of the place trying to play Claudia Bar. But anyway, we're going to talk about like. The uh, culture of like the DL culture, right? So I'm out. When I came out, I don't, I don't even want to say. I hate to say I came out because my mama like basically sat me down, like nigga, quit the bullshit, right? But I want to say this too to the gate to the DL community. If somebody breaks in your house and you don't have a weapon, you're gonna hide in the closet. The first thing you're going to do is shut the fuck up. A lot of y'all get yourselves exposed online trying to, like, I think when you are, and I ain't going to say even online, in the barbershop, in family reunions, you feel like your slip is showing when somebody bring up gay shit, so you got to go overboard and, like, gay badge. And I'm saying that to say, if you shut the fuck up, won't nobody know you in the closet. If you shut the fuck up, nobody will hear you in the closet. But I've seen a lot of Men who, you know, want to dibble and dabble or whatever with both sexes, they always feel like, okay, I have to, like, overcompensate for, you know, my manhood. I got to I gotta overcompensate for me being this macho, alpha male, heterosexual. When you know you like what you like. So just if you just sit back and shut the fuck up, nobody would, you know what I'm saying? Do, I'm like, do y'all feel like the person is talking directly to you to make y'all say this? And I've seen this with somebody who has flirted with me before. I'm like, if you just shut the fuck up, like, and I messaged a guy before on Facebook, like, okay, I see you on this post, like, chill out, bitch. And I'm not the one to expose. I don't necessarily agree with exposing DL men, right? I I just don't, I don't want to say I think it's tacky. For one, I think it's very dangerous. And two, I feel like me being someone who wasn't necessarily always comfortable with, with my sexuality, I kind of resonate with, I don't say, I, I wasn't DL, but I kind of resonate with that fear of coming out. You know what I'm saying? But I've never really agreed with the whole, like, I'm finna fuck this nigga, and when mad day come, I'm gonna get mad. Because for gay men, also, stop thinking Trey gonna leave his baby mama. Stop thinking this nigga gonna leave his girlfriend for you. You know what I'm saying? Just let it be what it is. I had a, a, a mutual, well, I had a associate before, and he was like, this nigga fucking, he coming over fucking me real good, and, he, and I want him when I want him. That's not the reality. Like, we have to get over this fantasy of wanting this masculine dude, you know what I'm saying? Get you a sissy and live happily ever after. And I know we all have this attraction to masculinity or whatever, but at the same fucking time, like, bitch, you know what the fuck you signed up for, so play the game. Don't get out the game. You you started the game, finished the game. Me too, Rodney. I just feel like it's I feel like it's tacky because if a nigga out here acting a fool and you know you fucked off with him, stop fucking with him. If you see what type of nigga he is outside, because you have to realize if he's doing this shit in front of his homeboys or on social media, he's never going to bring you outside. He's never going to introduce you to his mama. So if you know if that's the case, just go ahead and just do you. Find you somebody because it's so many people. Like it's a shortage on tops. I think it's when you get a little older, bitch. 
you you get a little bit more comfortable in who you are. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna be around. Yeah, what's up, bitch? No, I like the I like the J sets. I like the band music. I like the Kiki with my friends. I like the slap five. I like to say girl every once in a while. But I'm also a top. You know what I'm saying? So people have to get out of that of like get you a sissy Tamara. I'm serious though. Like People got to get out of that shit of like, I want this macho man. Because Trey is never going to be with you in that in that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all have to stop watching P-Valley and thinking that y'all Lil Murder and Uncle Clipper, bitch, they wrote that script. That does not happen all the motherfucking time. So, yeah, but like Rodney said, I just think it's tacky. But I wanted to ask you guys also because this man was married. So do y'all feel like, okay, you post, he posted, well, I'm going to say he. There is it's alleged that he posted a video of his wife naked in the bathroom. So my thing is, bitch, no one else could get this video, right? So who else got this video? And if you did not post the video, you gave it to somebody. So is the wife wrong for exposing her husband in that way? Because I feel like at what point is exposing someone warranted? So, like, that's what I, I'm going to wait, because I know the show is a little bit behind. I'm going to wait on the comments for that. Like, is there ever a time that we feel like exposing somebody is warranted? Because I always say, too, you can't kick me in my leg and tell me how hard to kick you back. Bitch, you started this, and I've always said growing up, like, oh, you might, I'm going to get you off of me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to let you fuck with me. So, if you start something, you say something to me that I don't like or do me a certain way, you can't police how I respond to you. You know, I can't, you can't make me read you back on training wheels. Bitch, no. So, yeah, Tamara, um, from what we were told, it was just an ugly divorce. And allegedly, this, well, I ain't going to say allegedly, this video did surface on social media of the wife being naked. Obviously, she knows the, where the video came from. So, if she knows where the video came from, you know what I'm saying? It caused her to go ahead and post the video of her husband fucking this dude from four years ago. You know what? Um, Rodney, I've always, I've never encountered that though. But I've always been told that a lot of these DL guys, well, I've seen a lot of these DL guys and her be the biggest bottoms. Like, oh boy, from motherfucking uh, Tay, for all the people that watch Freak Twitter. The porn star Tay, he's having the time of his life in prison, bitch. And he's been fucking a lot of boys. Um, Isaac Watson said, it's warranted when they try to publicly play you. Katri said, nope, expose his ass. Joya said, I hate the deal even exists. I hope in the next 20 years it's gone. And then Open Relationship Podcast said, but then she looks silly apparently because she already know. Angela said, you go low, I'm going to hell. So... That's the thing. So I don't know, though, if the video is so the video is four years old from what I've been told. But I don't know if she found it four years ago. I doubt she did. I think she from what I was told that the husband asked for a divorce and then she came out and was like, my husband wants a divorce because he's on the DL. So I, I just hope he owns the barbershop he work in. But the thing is also. On his page, like, folks clowning him, but one one dude coming on his pitch and said, do me like that. So, bitch, his clientele is about to motherfucking skyrocket. Every sissy in Memphis that needs a, that don't have a barber finna come to this man. And he can charge them what the fuck they want. And they gonna pay extra for the little nasty shit. Uh, it's, it's terrible. 
It's terrible. She was well within her rights. Don't play with fire. I'm sure he didn't want. To, I'm sure she didn't want to expose him. And that's what I was saying too. But at the same time, like, I'm like that too. Like when you give me fire high, bitch, I'm I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't nothing too. It ain't too much a motherfucker can tell me because bitch, you started this. Especially type person that don't that don't fuck with people. You fuck with me, bitch. I'm coming for you. You gonna have to pull everything you got in your arsenal against me, bitch, because I'm going. To, I'm coming with the trump cards. You know. But at the same time, I saw they have children together, too. So I feel like, uh, bitch, now you embarrass the kids. But, again, he did start it. And I'm not trying to blame her. He did start it. But I just was like, damn. I think the kids will take seeing my mama ass in the bathroom throwing up versus my daddy dicking down a fucking man in some fucking Cedric Entertainment sandals. Like, they were so ugly. Wait till y'all see these motherfucking <laughs> Wait till y'all see these motherfucking slides. And then the... <laughs> In the video Why he was fucking the boy The boy was like Ooh you gonna make my pussy so <laughs> I was like <laughs> He was like You gonna make my pussy so <laughs> Wait till this motherfucker show over I'm telling you Y'all message me on Facebook I swear to God I'm going to post I'm going to send it to y'all It's so motherfucking funny but yeah, and then you know, y'all, like I said, Tay in jail, you have the jail culture. So a lot of men feel like that it's like when when they behind those four walls, like anything go. Like they don't consider themselves as being gay. You know what I'm saying? So I just and I I wrote down earlier that um like the bisexual man is like a figment of folks' imagination. Do y'all believe that men could be bisexual? And I know most gay men believe that, right? But or know that, but for the women that are watching, why is it? And for the men too, do y'all notice that men will date a woman that, like we say in the South, go both ways? Like they would date a bisexual woman, but a woman finding out that her man, like all the time it was Bill that was sleeping with my man, like. How would you handle knowing that your husband, like seeing, fuck hearing rumors. How would you handle seeing your husband fucking a whole man on camera? Like, where do we go from here? I, I got my, I'm recording with my phone, friend. I'm going to send, I swear I will. Y'all just got to remind me because, you know, my ADHD kicks in, bitch, and we'll be, girl, I'll be talking about motherfucking how to make a Krabby Patty. So y'all got to remind me. But yeah, like, how would you, like, would, it, okay, so, and also say, like, if you were dating a man and he was like, he told you up front, I enjoyed sexual pleasures from men, but if I'm rocking with you, I promise I'm 100% faithful. Like, is that a deal breaker? Because for more, most men, they don't give a fuck. They rather see their girlfriend, you know, eat a little twat every once in a while. But when it comes to women dating men, a man can't tell you he's bisexual, which goes to my point, um, Alone. Women would never give them their freedom. The time the female is eating, the whole time the female is eating down, eating the box down. I would say that too, Rodney. And I know women who are bisexual, but they don't want to be with a man who has been with other men. Because she feels like she couldn't fulfill him on that level. But the thing is, it may be some shit the next bitch could do that you can't do as well. But when it comes to a man being with your man, it's just, 
I get when they were like, you know, I can't compete with the man. Like, I get that. And not to knock women or anything, but I know how they, where they come from that. But I feel like that's why we have a huge DL population because men don't have spaces where they could say, hey, I'm a freak. I'm going to be committed to you in this relationship. Same thing if I was dating a man who liked women, I would still date him. Like, it wouldn't make me, like, okay, you say you're going to be faithful, okay, whatever, because you can be cheating anyway if you like niggas. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't see it as competition. Like, I got to compete with a bitch and a nigga. No, that don't make me, I, I wouldn't care. Faithful is faithful. Like, open relationship is open relationship. Hold on. I'm not going to see it, y'all. No, because if he wants a man, he's interested in something I cannot give him. It's no competition. Yeah, I, I get it. I just feel like I like I want to ask us, like, what role do we play in perpetuating, like, the DL stereotype? And I am somebody who – I'm a grown-ass man at some point, but it also took me as an adult to make sure I had that love and support from my parents. Would I have already – would I have come out on my own? I do not know. I can't even, I can't even think about it because I really, 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 really don't know. But um, Tamara said, I ain't competing with no dick because I see what it do to me. <laughs> Tamara, tell me what that dick do to you, girl. Kim said, it's because women think the bisexual man will have HIV and AIDS. I think that's too. I think that's what it is too. But again, you can get an STD from anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Just be upfront. And I, I think also, if this man is being open enough to, to with you initially to tell you, hey, I may, I mean, I like men. You know what I'm saying? So I would trust him wholeheartedly because it's not easy for a man to look anybody in the face and say, hey, I'm gay. Let alone a woman I'm interested in. Because this man very well, y'all know how many gay men like kids? I mean, not like kids. Oh my God. You know how many gay men have kids? It's a thing. I can't do shit with a vagina. You know what I'm saying? I can't do anything with it. But so for you to be in my in my in my perspective, for you to be fully erect <laughs> as a gay man and have sex with a woman and able to like a bear a child bear a child with her, you have to have some type of motherfucking attraction to this woman. You get what I'm saying? Like you just have to. I can't. So if they dick you hard and they can, you know, take you to pound town, like, we have to do away with that myth of the bisexual man isn't a thing. Because you got straight men feel like, too, well, you know what I'm saying, you, you either one or the other. And, and it's, it's, it's not true. Or when he tells you he likes anal stimulation, then majority of the females call him gay when, in fact, he really isn't. He just like his butt played in. Right. I talked about pegging, I think, on my very first episode. But that's the thing, like, men aren't able to explore their body sexually. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not able to be that freak. Women want this black and white, get in here, fuck me. Because some women feel, like, slighted when a man asks to fuck them in the ass. Would you want to go fuck a nigga? No, I want to fuck you in your ass. Like, what is so wrong with that? I know a lot of women who watched uh, gay porn, Marcus, and me as well. I watched majority straight porn. Like I said on my first episode, I like stepdad porn. Don't judge me. I don't know why. But I don't uh, I don't like watching gay porn that much. Now, I do have a little bit retweeted on my Twitter page. But as far as, like, when I want to sit down and just, like, flat foot watch porn, I watch 
I, I like straight porn. I don't know. Can one say the same thing when it's women bumping coochies? Men can't compete with that. I believe that too. Like, you, there's also something I can't give you. When you want a scissor and y'all want to bump pocketbooks, there's not a motherfucking thing I can do because I don't have a pocketbook. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like, I don't know, like, what is it? Outside of you saying I can't compete with a man, like, does it do something to you mentally? Do you feel like, oh, he's less of a man because he likes the pleasure of being with other men? So I don't know. The reason why the DL culture exists is because oftentimes black women do not provide safe spaces for black men to express themselves sexually. I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. That is from, shit, these coming in so fast, from K. Roberts. I do agree with that. That's why I was saying, like, I think a lot of us, even society, not even, I'm not, not even women, society as a whole really has this, this negative connotation with when it comes to men being sexually fluid. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's hard. And I came up, I wrote a quote a long time ago, and I said, everybody isn't strong enough to live in a world where they aren't free to be themselves. And that, alone made me have a little bit of compassion for them but I will say this when I do not have compassion for them when they're out here openly gay bashing just to save them save themselves and also what I've noticed in the gay communities when we have a gay person who has lost their life by dealing with a DL man or trade we automatically blame the gay person the openly gay person we automatically do that because we like to say, well, stop, you know, you sh- y'all going to learn exposing them. Y'all going to get enough of exposing people. But and we automatically just brush off the fact that this person is a fucking murderer and a coward. You know what I'm saying? We have to stop doing that, too. Although I do not agree with exposing people. Although I do know exposing a DL man or trade will or can result in you losing your life, but that does not excuse the act of this motherfucker. Like you, you can suck good dick, but the moment you tell somebody, I'm shooting the back of the head. I don't, I don't like that. But Tamara said, just be honest about what you like, but it's hard because I may really like you. You know what I'm saying? I might really, really like you. My sounds is draining. I might really, really like you, but the fact that I can't be honest with you about who I enjoy having sex with, that's going to cause a problem with you getting to know me. And also, I don't know you. At what point during this dating process is it okay to be like, oh, yeah, also I like to do it in the butt? Like, at what point do I say this to you? Because women be like, tell me up front. I don't want to tell you up front because you might be one of them hoes that going to go tell my whole job. The whole time, you might work with my mom or something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at what point do I tell you when we get ready to have sex? And at that point, you're still going to be mad at me. I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Now, when you play with fire, you can get burned. You knew what you signed up for. That's why I said, "Way." Me too. I had this DL guy stop me at the fucking gas station. And I'm looking at him like, what the fuck do you want? And he was just like, he was on the other side. And I'm pumping my gas. I'm just sitting against my car. And this motherfucker was like, meet me at the park. <laughs> meet me at Williamson Park over here off 7th Street. Are you fucking nuts? And he's just like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I don't even fucking know you for one. 
And two, like, why why are you so comfortable doing that? But like, I know for you to say that you obviously got a girlfriend, and you would kill me. You have a no. Mm-mm. You say to tell them when it's time to have sex. But I think at the same time, you think women probably will still be upset because they feel like, okay, you've wasted my time. You wasted, you taking me on four dates. I didn't fail for you. What TV show was it? There was a TV show where they like they meet each other and get married at like two dates or some shit. It was some dumb shit. And the guy was telling the woman that he was that he was bisexual, and she just was like disgusted. I, I agree with that, Rodney. Like, don't play all your cards up front. I don't fucking know you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm protecting myself because I know how society can be. So I got to make sure you're not a fucking a damn fool before I out myself in a way. Do you like me enough to stop fucking with dudes? And that's the thing, Tamara. If the person tells you, hey, I'm going to be committed, I'm going to be faithful to you, what's the harm in that? Because women out, I'm telling y'all, it's a lot of women out here that will lay down and let a woman eat their pussy. They may not eat their pussy back. But it's a lot of what they call pillow princesses. It's a lot of women out here that'll spread their motherfucking legs on a drunken night. And no, and society don't look at them like, oh, she fuck off a girl, she gay. When she go marry her man, don't nobody give a fuck. But you get a nigga who played around in college or got his, you know, got some head from his dorm, his uh, roommate in college and shit one time, and he's forever gay. You know what I'm saying? This man experimented with, with sex one time, and he's forever gay. We've all experimented. I played it. I had, I played a little coochie down in high school. I didn't want none, but that don't mean that don't make me straight. That doesn't even make me bisexual. I was figuring shit out. I was testing the waters. You know what I'm saying? I play. I finger. I finger fucked a few girls in school. I got some head from a few girls in school. I stuck my weenie in a few girls in school. But guess what? I got a whole boyfriend upstairs, and I've never really been sexually attracted to women. I was just doing something because I want the bitch. At that point, I could have fucked the couch. I was young and horny. So I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to like the DL community, we have to make sure we have safe spaces. And I'm not knocking women for that being your preference. If that is your preference to not fuck with a man that has been with men, that is cool. But at the same time, we have to think about, okay, we're not creating safe spaces for these men to come out because nobody wants me. And that's how some of them feel. And then when you see them with the man, I knew they was gay. No, most gay men are more open-minded. We're more accepting because sex Sexuality is fluid You know what I'm saying I just I don't know I'm sorry I'm, I didn't mix the cocktail up I don't know what this is It just was Old drinks from Past shows I wonder if only black people Think like that Because you never really hear Other races calling someone Gay for one experience No White boys Don't give a I ain't gonna say don't give a fuck, but you know, you've seen like videos of little white boys in the locker room acting a fool, yanking each other dick. They sit in the room and they all jack out together. You know what I'm saying? And some black boys have done it too, because I've been in some of those rooms growing up. But I think it's just the the mindset of what a black man needs to be. Like I said on the show, a previous show before, black men really has had it really, really hard because especially in slavery, back into slavery, not to get deep, but think about 
you had to bow down to a white man. Even doing Jim Crow, you had to bow down to white men. You had to come home to your wife who just saw you cower down to a fucking 17-year-old white boy and you fucking 39 years old. So it's a thing. It's like a generational thing. It's a mindset of what a man should be. A man should be hard, never break, and stuff like that. And it that trickles down to sexuality. We've all, we're always over-sexualizing kids and shit like that anyway. So it just trickles down in like in in the straight black man lifestyle. I have straight friends. I even asked my dad at one time. I was like, it has to be very fucking frustrating because straight men can't do shit. Like my dad had a party in the backyard. It was a Hawaiian thing. And my mom had bought like some lays, right? And the flower lays were for the women and the plastic lays were for the men. I didn't want that itchy ass shit on my neck. And the flower lays was cute. And they were like, that's for the women. And I'm just like, it's a fucking lay. Like, it's the culture in another state in this country. It's a, it's the Hawaiian culture. Y'all going to pick up somebody's custom and be like, what's macho and what's not? Who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? We just, I don't know. I heard them playing them pillow princess shit. Catch me on the right night. I might. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Tamara. And I believe you too. <laughs> I believe you too. Hey, mommy. But yeah, I just feel like at the same time, we have to uh, just open up our minds a little bit more um, when it comes to men who are sexually fluid. Like my dad, I was like, nigga, hell no, ain't no such thing as a bisexual man. But a woman, I like a bitch to eat a little pussy. Like what? That is so crazy. And I know he be, my dad is silly as fuck, but I don't really think he be joking when it comes to like a man being bisexual. I don't know. Like if I come home like that, I got some kids. I got a, this is my girlfriend, such and such. I got some kids in the way. He gonna be like, nigga, he's, he's still gonna always look at me as gay. He might be happy he got some grandkids. But to, in his mind, like it ain't my son like pussy. It's gonna be like, mm-mm, my son's still gay. Anyway, and also before I get off this, uh, before I get off this topic, stop putting yourselves on camera. If you know you ain't got no business fucking who you fucking, why is there a camera involved? Who are you trying to show? This man kept a video for four years. Girl, delete it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You got videos in motherfucking the background. Y'all motherfucking watching season two of Scandal. Girl, why is this even? Why you even still got this video? The video quality is probably terrible. Delete this. Y'all set y'all suffer for the kill. Y'all in videos fucking other people. That is, that is bananas. And if you fucking other people, cover your face up. This nigga was in the camera, y'all. So when people thought that this gay dude uh, exposed him, no, this man was in the camera holding that motherfucker, like setting it up. I can't wait y'all see this video. I wish I could fucking play it on here. I, I can't, but I wish I could. I don't think it's okay for, um, he, uh, Kevin said, why is it okay for the white man to be gay, but the black man can't? I think the black man created it himself because if, if we're the leaders of the community, we can change any type of narrative we want to. We succumb to that because we choose to. If y'all said, y'all made the rules of what was manly and what's macho, so y'all can change the rules. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of motherfuckers around here who can start a motherfucking fire with their with the heel of their foot because they feel like getting a pedicure is not manly. Or men who feel like when they wiping they act when they wipe their ass, they can't stick their finger up there and clean around that rim with their asshole. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a lot of shit. You know, I, it's a lot of dumb shit that men pick up and call it macho. You know, I I don't know. Like niggas around here cutting up popsicles. It's stupid. Niggas don't want to eat a banana. You cutting it, but why are you cutting this banana up? Like, just, it's a fucking banana. And you have to ask your friends, 
why me eating a banana reminds you of me having a dick in my mouth? Like, it's just a lot of questions that need answers. But, you know. Anywho. Um, Bob Barker died. That's what I wanted to... <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. Bob Barker lived to be 99 years old. And uh, I don't know about y'all, but I thought Bob Barker died years ago. I couldn't even get sad when Bob Barker died because I mourned Bob Barker in 2017. I thought Bob Barker been dead. I thought Bob Barker died when they put Drew Carey on the show. I've been thought Bob Barker was dead. So, um... What I do not, what I did not know, I was talking to one of my dad's friends, and I didn't know that there was a scandal with Bob Barker in 1994. So really, really quick, I don't like how they try to do uh, Bill Cosby and all the black people, you know what I'm saying, that we grew up under and we looked up to, and they want to make Bill Cosby like a motherfucking creep, and he over here, and, I don't, and he might have done it, but I'm just saying, making, you know, they want to ruin his legacy. Did y'all motherfucking know that Bob Barker was in a lawsuit with one of his motherfucking Barker's beauties named Diane Parkinson? He forced her to give him head at least twice a week. She worked for Bob Barker for 18 years. Can you imagine coming to work every day and your boss wants you to suck his dick and your boss looks like Bob and your boss is Bob Barker? Bitch, I, I I halfway can't look at a white penis no motherfucking way. Imagine Bob Barker's dick. It's probably, he, he 99, so it's probably uncut, probably cheesy, unless he's Jewish. You know, the Jewish people, they're, they're, they're circumcised. But he probably, I don't think he was Jewish. Barker, is Barker a Jewish name? But yeah, just imagine having to suck Bob Barker dick every Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> Bitch, send me to the unemployment office. <laughs> I wish the fuck I would I'd be in the break room like, bitch, are you sucking Bob Dick every week too? Is it just me? Like, bitch, why me? Like, there was a whole fucking, I did not know this. And nobody brought this up. But I I guarantee y'all, the day that Bill Cosby closes out to the world, that's the scandals with Bill Cosby dropping shit in folks' drinks is going to overshadow the fact that this man had died and all of his accolades. But when I hadn't saw a motherfucking tabloid, not even the National Enquirer, talking about how Bob Bach was a motherfucking pervert, bitch, and was like, even if she wanted to suck his dick five days out of the week. Wednesday, ho, I might have a I might have a motherfucking abscess. I don't feel like sucking dick this morning, Bob. I gotta get fired. Like, what about a hand job? But just imagine, ugh, I'm finna put Bob on the Look at Bob. <laughs> Bitch, look at Bob. Do y'all see Bob? Dennis said this probably was huge. Girl, I don't. Bob Barker dick could have been longer than the Mason Dixon line. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Do you understand me? It was white, pink. I guarantee you, he probably had three feet worth of foreskin. Girl, mm mm. Mm mm. Marcus said she wanted to do that. So Bob said that, so Bob did say that it was consensual. She said she felt like his sex light. So I don't know. I, I don't know. But a lot of, uh, some other women did make the same type of sexual harassment allegations and I think racial discrimination. But the woman was so, Diane was so stressed out about the bullshit 
she ended up getting ulcers. So her doctor told her to cancel. Well, I ain't going to say cancel. I guess withdraw from the lawsuit or whatever. I don't know if they pay her off. So what I also read that Bob was giving the bitch a thousand dollars a month. So after she quit, Bob was giving her a thousand dollars a month. The bitch thought it was hush money the whole time. It was her severance package. It was her severance pay the whole motherfucking time. But she was thinking Bob was giving her um that Bob was giving her some hush money. Like Bob, so this 94 was what? They probably, this 30, we're going to say 30 years ago, 29 years ago now. So Bob was 99. There was some 69-year-old dick. <laughs> and she probably was like in her 30s, maybe 20s. You no know, white people age like fucking sour cream. So she probably was like 25. She looked 42. But even still, like to suck some old 90, 69-year-old dick that you don't want to suck, just imagine it. I'd have been eating it like that little, like that little white boy on Matilda was eating that chocolate cake when they were forcing him to eat it. <laughs> bitch, imagine having to put that old wormy dick in your mouth every day. Was Bob? Are you on hard egg six and nine? Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I would have had to chew that motherfucker out. I'm sorry. Bob, or you had to go ahead and fire me. Like, just, I don't know. I would have told it in the middle of the show. They were like, what's the price for this for this glass of juice? Bob make me suck his dick every Tuesday and Thursday. Help. <laughs> Bitch. No. Girl, I would have told it on live television. Oh, it would be nothing they can do about it. It wouldn't be nothing they can do about it. And my argument would be, why would I risk my motherfucking job and do this? I'm stressed out. Nobody believes me, bitch. We got to get this news out. I just, I don't understand that. I really don't get it. I have um I have so much shit written down. We're gonna do it all tonight. Um I had someone who messaged me, who called me and asked me to ask my viewers this because they want an outside perspective. Children who are adults, who have parents, are we obligated to buy our parents birthday gifts, Christmas gifts? She agreed about, they agree about Mother's Day. But are we obligated to give our parents Christmas gifts and birthday gifts? This is one of my followers who asked me to post this online and ask you guys. So I will wait. Me personally, my mom is the person who will be like, I bought a unicorn and it was twelve hundred dollars. So I'm gonna need six hundred from you and six hundred from your sister. <laughs> like my mama takes the element of surprise out of everything. Like she she calls you before Mother's Day, before her birthday, and she lets us motherfucking know like this is what the fuck I'm requiring. This is what I want. I'm not folding. Or, you know, it, it's never a thing of like I, I don't ever have the opportunity to go to the mall or be online and be like, my mama would love this for her birthday or she would love this for Christmas. Mm-mm, we already know. But my mom has asked me and my sister one time, like, y'all ain't getting us enough for our wedding anniversary. And I'd be like, girl, I didn't marry you. I think now that's crazy. Now, birthdays and Christmas, I will if I remember because I am a cheapskate, but sometimes I be broke as fuck. But um, sometimes if I'm in the Christmas spirit, I will get my mama something for her birthday or know I'm about to get her some money. Uh, uh, get her something for Christmas But normally for her birthday I'd probably get like A hundred something dollars Or some money Go to the casino And we'll gamble 
But it just all depends. Isaac said, it depends. My mom says she doesn't want anything, but it's also grateful if she gets anything. Child, not my mom. Baby, she'll get on the phone with her sister and drag us for filth. You understand me? These ungrateful motherfucking kids, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't give us shit for Mother's Day. You got a whole year to practice for Mother's Day. That's what we hear. No, but I'm going to do it every time because my mama did her thing with all four of us, and I'm grateful. Yeah, I had a great childhood. Uh, I'm still spoiled, uh, but my mom and dad did, the, did what the fuck needs to be done to raise me and my sister. But I just don't know if it's like if if we are obligated to do so. So hopefully uh, the viewer is watching so she can see these comments because uh, after this, the live comments disappear. I hate that they disappear. The live comments disappear. But yeah. My mom would definitely be like, this is what I want, and I need y'all to go ahead and get it. But anywho, um, my last topic for the evening, I don't know if y'all saw this, but if you know, uh, Chloe and Hallie, the two little sisters, uh, Hallie is the one who played The Little Mermaid, and uh, Chloe is the one who sings the song, uh, Booty So Big, Lord Have Mercy. So, um... There's rumors that Hallie is pregnant. She's the little sister. And Chloe made a video like, no. It, from what I saw, it wasn't even what they tried to make it to be. She was like, Leave my, keep my sister's name out of my, my, my mouth, period. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know, all the young kids say period. So Funky Dineva, who I really, I, I really fucking like Funky Dineva. I've been watching Funky Dineva when he didn't have a liquor franchise in his motherfucking living room and threw a wig on. And he was like, my hair is laid like candy mama. So I'm going to play this video of what he said about Chloe. <laughs> you know, don't play with you, Q. This story, before I was indifferent about Chloe Bailey, and I know this story is about Haley, I can officially say I don't like her. Chloe Bailey is so goddamn lame to me. First of all, girl, you are Miss Preppy Ashley from the suburbs. Then you came out, you was being all promiscuous and shit, and then now you're trying to be a gangster. None of it is fucking believable, girl. None of it is believable. And I'm probably going to catch a lot of backlash for this, and without that makeup, she ain't cute. She should have never showed up on that camera with that fat-ass face without no makeup. She ain't cute. You're not believable. You're so goddamn inauthentic. That's why your shit ain't selling, all right? That's number one. Number two, I don't like people playing in our face, right? The girl is clearly pregnant. She's pregnant, all right? I analyzed that video. It's Okay, so... um. In my opinion, I feel like that was look that was overkill. Um, he did issue an apology. I'm gonna play that as well. But um that was overkill. The topic was Hallie allegedly being pregnant and people were like coming for her or whatever. So her big sister stepped in and was like, Keep my sister's name out your mouth. I don't feel like she was trying to be ghetto or whatever, but I was like, Do you know this bitch for real? Like, why is this why was it so personal? And in the words of my friend Robin, when your face is on backwards, you probably want to be very, very careful with calling somebody ugly. Uh I love Daniva. I think he's very funny, but Daniva is not the most attractive person. He's not attractive at all, actually. Um, but I feel like his approach was very misogynistic. And um, because, like, I, I was watching another guy's podcast earlier, and he was like, if you think about it, Dineva's always coming hard on black women. 
and although I may have an opinion of someone, um, being that it's a black woman, I'm just not gonna do that shit publicly. I think that was fucked up. Um, Doneva has no room, <laughs> no fucking room to call anybody ugly. Uh, I just think it was fucked up. She's young, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I know, oh, I'm 34, so I know old boy, like, 40, in his 40s. Like, why the fuck would you go that hard on her for no, like, for her defending her sister? You know what I'm saying? I'm not a motherfucking gangster like that either, but if you fuck with my sister, bitch, like I always say, you're going to have to whoop me, like, straight up. Like, Regardless of if she gangster or trying to be hood, then you saying that's why her record's not selling and all that stuff. Like, bro, what the fuck was that about? And like Claudia came to her rescue and Al Reynolds sitting over here was like telling old girl to just come out and say if you're pregnant or not. She never said she was. She never said she wasn't. Girl, you were just married to Star Jones, so you the last motherfucker to tell somebody to come out because you did it when you was ready to. And I don't know if Star Jones had to be fucking blind by amazing as well because ain't no way fuck you looked at Al Reynolds and said, I want him to fuck me. But anywho. I feel like that was just a bit much, you know what I'm saying? Because when Kaya was going around saying that he was smoking, I mean, not smoking, he was snotting powder in the bathroom with Benzino and I stuff in at the corner of the bar, I thought that was too far because, like, you know, you, you, you kind of going below the belt. But when it's not warranted, when this girl is simply defending her sister, I just, I don't like it. But at the same time, like, people didn't come in saying he does it to everyone. I just feel like, we, we can have our freedom of speech, but I feel like it was distasteful. But what I'm going to play for y'all is his apology. Now, this was, this was funny to me. I did get the phone call. I did get the email. We think that you should provide an apology and show some remorse. And I didn't want to get up here and just say some regurgitated stuff that I was encouraged to say because y'all are not going to believe it anyway, and it wouldn't be believable, especially considering the fact that I said what I said with my whole chest. Um, I... 100% stand 10 toes down on the fact that I think Chloe Bailey is inauthentic when it comes to her as an artist. Um, I think that the sexual image that she gives sometimes is unbelievable. And I think that in her defending her sister, the whole, you know, clapping back, and I, I just thought it was inauthentic. I do. But I also recognize that that's probably where my commentary should have started and stopped. I don't have my head too far up my own ass or so far in my own ego that I can't recognize the fact that I did cross the line when I started talking about her looks. That was below the belt. It was unnecessary and it was non-germane to the story at hand. And for that, I do apologize. So again, I apologize for going below the belt when referencing Chloe Bailey's looks. They had nothing to do with the story at hand. And uh, this was a learning lesson and I hope so. So if you don't know what Chloe looks like, I just thought about that. Um, let me show y'all her real quick. So this is this is Chloe. This is who he was calling ugly. Said without makeup, her face is big and all that. So this is who he's talking to. Now, what I do not appreciate though is the fact that um, that's not an apology. You you letting me know, okay? Mama said I should tell you I'm sorry, so I'm sorry. Like, you basically saying production made you apologize to this girl, but I meant what I said. Maybe I shouldn't have went that far. Like, you might as well have just not said anything. Like, I always say, like, that's when keeping the real goes wrong. I'm a person who I don't, I don't subscribe to apologizing at 
at all when I feel like I'm not sorry because I don't like to give disingenuous apologies. I do agree with that. But what I'm not about to do is get up here and apologize anyway and let you know I'm what I said was fucked up, but I was made to do this. Like, nigga, you just tried to keep your job. <laughs> that's really that's really all you did. And even with that, if I was his manager, I would make him apologize again. Like, nigga, this, like, why not just say, you could have just said, I said I, I was expressing my feelings, but it should have just stopped there with I feel like you're inauthentic. You ain't got no reasons to call this girl ugly. Like, what was all that about? Like, do you, I, you don't like this bitch. Like, okay, that's cool. But what reason you got to call this girl ugly? And she's not ugly. You, you the motherfucker is ugly. I just, I was like, as a grown man, like, you dead old, there's no reason for you to be attacking, attacking a motherfucking 20-year-old girl. So I couldn't find a photo of her without makeup. I really couldn't. I was just trying to use that for reference. But I don't think she's ugly with or without makeup. I can tell the motherfucker ugly with makeup. When they got makeup on, I can say, like, under that bitch, okay, cool. But this just wasn't a fucking apology. I feel like, nigga, come on. I'd rather you just kind of just say it with your chest like you said it and just say it is what it is. But you need your money, I guess. But it was just overboard to me. So anyway... Um, before I go, boy, please, whatever is now doing promotion advertisements, 30 to 60 second commercials with a minimum of two episodes for $50 per episode and $25 in the additional episode. The cash tag is above the screen and in the middle of the screen at dollar sign Dietrich Smith. That's D I E T R I C K S M I T H. Email me at boy, please, whatever 23 at gmail.com. Marvelous Entertainment presents the Southern Heritage Shakedown Party at the Warehouse. Before the Southern Heritage Classic, where TSU will face off with UAPB in Memphis, Tennessee, the Academia Society will be hosting a party on September 8th from 10.30 p.m. to 3 a.m. at 847 East E.H. Crump Boulevard, Memphis, Tennessee, 38126. $20 entry. The payment information is on the screen. Food, full bar, hookah, and a live DJ, this party will cater to the LGBTQ crowd. So come out and check them out if you are in town for the Southern Heritage Classic. But anyway, uh, that's all I got for you guys. Thank you all for tuning in to the Boy Please Whatever Podcast, your favorite podcast and the podcast that matters. I hope you enjoyed it. This is your first time watching the live show and you have not subscribed, please do so and share it with your buddies. I will take the post. I'm going to keep it up. I'm going to keep it up right now. I'm taking it down. I gotta keep my uh, what's name. I like to make some edits sometimes though, and I think the for some reason like when you when you're looking for my show, there's like a live tab, then a videos tab, and I just kind of like everything on the same screen for whatever reason. But yeah, but anyway, thank y'all for tuning in and talking with me. Of course, you know when I do not have a guest, I need you guys to talk to me, and y'all have done a great motherfucking job tonight. Got a lot of comments and a lot of feedback. Um, I hope that the game. Will be fun. Uh, I really hate you uh, that JSU will not be there, but I know a lot of UAPB alum, and they're some of the best people I know. And they're pretty turnt. So, and I went to their homecoming one time. I had a good time. So, a lot they have a lot of um, alumni too. So, hopefully, it's the same vibe or whatever. But yeah, I shall see. But anyway, thank you for tuning in and catch me on all streaming outlets. And that's Apple Podcast, Spotify. Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. And I will see you guys next week is uh, Labor Day. I ain't going to make no promises. If, if if I pop up 
I'll try to make a little post a little poster maybe an hour before. I might do pre-recorded. I'm not sure. But no, I'm off work. I'm probably going to be drunk as fuck. So I don't know. But um, I'll let y'all know in enough time. And make sure y'all follow me on TikTok as well. I have a lot of followers on TikTok. So uh, make sure you follow me on TikTok as well. I post a couple of little funny reels from every previous episode. So I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing anything on this fucking screen. I don't think I am. But anywho, um, if you go to Daisy's Restaurant on Third Street, the food is fucking awful. All right. Baby.